right, folks, welcome to another Small Business Hour podcast. And uh, with me, of course, is the inimitable Matthew Walker. Hello, Matthew. How is morning today? Hello, Mark. Happy I, to be here. I know morning isn't good, but um, <laughs> you're, you're actually, you're doing more mornings these days, I notice, which is... Uh, which is always a good thing. And anyway, that's uh, that's a good thing. Anyway, for 15 years here at Small Business Hour, we brought you the experts in uh, business growth strategies, particularly in the area of human development, uh, talent development. And as we often say, behavior precedes performance. Right? And so very apt for our guest today. Uh, his name is Rick Bowers. He is the president of TTI Success Insights. Uh, and TTI is uh, really on the cutting edge of assessment solutions. They've been doing this since 1984. You know, I, I wasn't aware of that. Uh, uh, Rick, uh, welcome to our show today. Great to have Thanks, you. Thanks, Mark. It's great to be here. Yeah. And uh, so Success Insights, just to let people know, I just if you don't mind, I'll just, just a quick one here. Over 30 million assessments. I, again, I, I did not know uh, that you guys were so – I've always – been familiar with uh, with you guys for years, but didn't know that you were that prolific. Um, 40, 115 countries and 47 languages. I understand you've been to a lot of those countries when I read yeah. your bio, Joe, right? Okay. Um, yeah. Like myself, uh, I, I did uh, travel the world when I was younger, and I'm glad I did that. So I didn't become like a senior citizen and, and have to have a crutch, you know. But uh, where's the most interesting place you've ever been, by the way? Uh, interesting, probably Cairo, just because of the pyramids and some of that. Um, there, there's so many interesting places around the world, but uh, that just, those pyramids are amazing. It's, it's, uh, yeah, awesome. they are. They are. They are. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, when you see the Coliseum or, or the Eiffel mm -hmm. Tower, right? It looks like, it's like a picture, you know, it's like, I've seen this picture so long. Now I see the real thing. Um, uh, for me, it was Hinchinbrook Island in um, Australia which was uh, we stayed in tree houses there and wow. it's now closed. And uh, anyway, so we can talk about traveling all day, but we're going to talk today about TTI success insights. And I'm excited to talk about that because, uh, you know, you guys have a unique, uh, you know, sort of way of uh, giving um, business managers, owners, coaches, consultants, psychologists, uh, a host of people trying to help businesses to develop better leadership, right? Um, uh, different ways of looking at acumen and looking at their um, behaviors and their personality. You use DISC, but you use a number of other functions to really give a more robust uh, view of, of, uh, of sort of, you know, human behavior to help uh, you know, to help leaders make decisions, not just hiring decisions, but decisions on, you know, how to communicate with people better, right? That's what it's all about. Exactly. And I think uh, 2021 coming out of this pandemic, communication is more important than it's ever been because we we are starting to feel a little bit disconnected. And, and how do we feel like we're together even if we're still remote? And so communication is, is so important. And and just something small could set off the communication process so it's not as, as effective. So if you can understand how a person likes to be communicated with, then that makes it that much better. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the industry and how TTI uh, Success Insights sort of fits in and, uh, you know, what your, how your behavioral assessments are a little bit different 
um, than some of the others. Um, give us a little kind of overview of that, if you wouldn't mind. I think the, the simplest way to start is that to, we really reveal human potential, and we do that by creating self-awareness, awareness of others, and awareness of how you fit into the organization. And what we've tried to do is, is really take a, a strong research-backed approach to what we do. We've got a great research team on staff, and we really measure, really try to make sure we're measuring one specific thing at a time. There's certain organizations out there that have an assessment that measures everything. And we we like to say that DISC measures how you do what you do. Our uh, motivation insights assessment measures what's motivating you, what are your drivers. You mentioned acumen. We have an assessment for that. We have EQ. So we have a lot of specific assessments and we don't try to measure multiple things with one assessment. We want to try to stay true to the true to the strength. Yeah. So how do, whether it's, uh, you know, leaders of organizations, you know, whether it be a CEO or maybe a department uh, manager or, you know, someone at a senior level of a company or even someone who's coaching or, or um, a psychologist, you know, a, company, a corporate psychologist for a company, how would they use your TTI assessments and how would it differ from, say, DISC and, uh, you know, or, you know, uh, you know, MBI, you know, the um, uh, Myers-Briggs? We always try to uh, to tell our consultants and coaches that it's the best thing you can do is kind of just find out where is the pain point with the organization? What is the challenge they're trying to solve? Right. And we actually are just tools to solve those uh, challenges. And so uh, you, you don't necessarily go in and just sell a disk assessment. You say, okay, we have a problem with communication or we have a problem with uh, understanding how this person fits into the organization. And so now we have tools to solve those issues. So whether it's uh, communication, whether it's a team building process, it's selection, uh, reconnecting or reboarding with your remote employees, we have the, the different tools to, to solve the issue, but it just, it depends on the combination of what you're trying to solve. Sure, sure. So um, for example, let's say a company is, um, you know, growing, right? And they're trying to move people as team members into leadership, right? And helping them to maybe become a, a supervisor and then, you know, a department manager and then maybe a business unit manager. Um, you know, what kind of assessments would be most uh, critical for a, a circumstance like that? As you're, as you're transitioning into leadership, I think it's, it's important to really understand all aspects of who you are as a leader. Uh, so as you understand deeper uh, about yourself, whether it's, it's how you do like to do what you do or, or what gets you out of bed in the morning, or uh, maybe you go as deep as the acumen assessment that we have, and it, which kind of gets into your thinking style. So do right. I typically always solve problems for people? Do I solve problems by uh, doing more tasks? Do I solve problems by adding technology to it? Or am I balanced throughout all of those different areas? And can right. I really make a good decision. And if I can't, I have to be aware of that so that I can not uh, create a strength and overuse a strength becomes a weakness. And so you really have to kind of just be aware. And then as you kind of really understand yourself, then you become aware of, of others and how do I adapt for certain situations. So that's a key piece just to understand as you're moving from a maybe a, a upper level manager to a leader or something like that. Right, right. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting because we often will judge uh, as, let's say, you know, 
a, a business leader or an owner of a company or, you know, even a, a manager or CEO of a company will often judge uh, whether our people should be elevated um, or whether new people should be hired based on their experience level. Right. And um, but but we, we really we even in this sort of enlightened day and age we're in, we, we don't we don't tend to look at like. You know, who is this person really? You know, how do they communicate? How do they think? What what is important to them? What is, uh, you know, you know, superfluous or not important at all? Right. Do you think that um, that that's going to change over time? Because I, mean, I still see this. I, I, I mean, with my clients, uh, you know, my long term clients, they get it now. Right. Uh, you know, some of my clients, uh, they understand it because they've been working with your TTI assessments for years. And um, but um, but some some people approach me and they don't understand this. I, you know, really have to kind of convince them that's important. Do you think that's going to change as our society evolves here? Uh, I, I would hope so to the point of the just the education level and, and really driving business to another level. You have to understand that you just can't hire based on on a piece of paper or a resume or an electronic document of what the person says they have done over the years. You really have to understand that person and do they, do they fit into your culture of the organization too? I mean, it's, it's yeah. important to understand the, the connection point. Um, whenever we go through the interview process, before we even get to our own assessments, uh, I like to have a telephone call or, or a Zoom call with the person that we're interviewing just to say, is there a connection there? Yeah. I've looked at the resume. Now I want to have a, a, a conversation and say, is there a connection there? And if there is a connection there, then I want to go to the assessment and then we'll see how they actually fit. Do they, uh -huh. do they match the benchmark? But it's, I think it's so important to have that connection because a lot of times you can say you hire for skills, but you fire for attitude. Mm -hmm. So is that piece there? Because I, if, they, if they're missing a skill, I can train that most likely. Right. But I can't change the attitude. I can't change the, who the person is. They are yeah. who they are. Yeah, I mean, the personality, of course, is fixed. The behavior can be changed, but, of course, that takes you know, a tremendous amount of time and effort to help people change their behaviors. I guess that's, that's what we try to do here in, uh, in our uh, coaching and, and right. organizational psychology. But it takes a lot of time, you know, and people really have to want to, you know, they have to go through the pain. But I think that's an interesting point because, I, I mean, I think that, um, you know, I always suggest uh, to my clients to, you know, create the connection first, make some notes on what is it about this person's behavior and attitude that you think will fit well into your organization? And what is it about their behavior and attitude that are maybe, you know, red flags, I won't say red flags, but just sort of things that you might want to be aware of, Right and have them work on in you know this this new role um whereas getting the assessment and looking at it and reading it like a book of this person probably isn't going to be as effective if you connect with them first you understand you look at your notes and then you look at the assessment and say wow now i can see this totally verifies what i thought or wow this this is quite different and then you can go back to that person and try to you know create some clarification you would you agree with that that that's an important thing to do yeah absolutely that's a great tip what are what are those highlights and what are the pieces there the low lights that i may have to really pay attention to or, or understand and uh, I just did a session on Friday uh, where we talked about, is there a person in your organization that you just something rubs you the wrong way? Mm -hmm. and, 
you knew this information about that person, could you pinpoint it, pinpoint it? And now that you're aware of it, you understand it and you can get past it. But prior to understanding the very specific pieces, like you mentioned, the, what are the highlights and lowlights? Sometimes you just, you get frustrated with a person versus understand how to work through it with the person. Yeah. And we focus and we tend to, and I, I have a number of CEOs that I coach and uh, so, sometimes, you know, they tend to focus on the negative aspects of this person's attitude or behavior. Uh, and, um, and I mean, and that's okay. That's okay. Cause you want to try to, you know, file those down. Right. But at the same time, you know, why, and in what circumstances, when does that come up and let's approach it a little more pragmatically. Let's approach it uh, a little bit more like, you know, maybe like a scientifically of studying someone rather than, oh, they just piss me off. You know, <laughs> every time I talk to them, like, I can't even talk to them. Yeah. And, uh, and I, some of these are big CEOs with big companies, too, you know, so uh, that that uh, frustration level, I think, sets in very easy. I always used to tell my clients, you know, we hire people based on experience and we fire them. We find out who they really are. Right. <laughs> so, yep. well, this is what this person really is. So based on your expertise, you know, how how could it become easier to, for a coach to use assessments or someone like myself, you know, I, and we have a lot of coaches uh, listening to our show as well as, you know, business owners. Um, so maybe this could be, you know, some good highlights that you could give uh, them. And how is it best aside from, you know, connect with the person, make some notes and then, but what other things you think that they should do, especially with TTI success insights? Well, one of the things that we always do, uh, talk about with our, our new people is, is run it on yourself, run it on your spouse, run it on your friends and, and have some interactions and just kind of talk through the report, talk through what it means to them, where there's maybe an aha moment, where there was maybe a blind spot, something like that, where it's like, oh, I'm not like that. Well, then you ask the girlfriend or the spouse or whoever, and they say, yeah, you do do that. And they're like, really? And you can just have that conversation and it just opens up lines of communication and opens up your eyes to things that maybe you didn't see. And so as you practice a few of those, and then once you start doing it with a client, um, we always get the questions, well, aren't I going to, won't I offend the person if I say this to them? I said, no, it's the truth. And transparency is key here. And you can lean back onto the report and say, this is what's on paper in black and white. And so now let's talk about it. How can we, uh, how can we really work through this and make it something you can use as an advantage versus a disadvantage. Right, right. One of, one of the things we do, I don't know, I'm, I'm just curious to know if you think this is a good idea or a bad idea. What we try to do, we get people's permission in this, is with a senior management team. There might be like, you know, four, five, six, seven people on a senior management team for a company, depending on the size. And um, we like to get them to share their uh, behavioral assessments. And... Um, you know, really spend some time reading them and talking to one another about what they read and if they have experienced some of these, uh, you know, behavioral uh, traits, characteristics, tendencies, uh, or or if they haven't seen them. Do, do you do you you work with a lot of other you know coaches and consultants? And I'm just curious, is that something that that other people do? do you recommend that, or you have some uh, insight on that? Absolutely. That's a, a great thing to do. Um, it, even on Friday, we were, we were speaking to a leadership institute. So it was leaders from a bunch of different organizations. And we did that with that group oh. uh, where we had them share uh, their individual reports. 
and then a team report as well to kind of see how you fit together. And one of the things that, that people don't really expect out of this, but what happens uh, kind of as a byproduct is that you start to build more trust because you start to open up to each other and you share those things. And that's a, a piece of the trust building process, team building process. And, yeah. and that's key on, especially on a leadership team. If you don't trust the other leaders in your organization, you're really going to struggle. Well, it's that vulnerability-based uh, trust uh, that um, somebody, I read that somewhere from somebody, but yeah, I mean, it's absolutely true though, right? Because the more vulnerable we are with people, uh, the more we expose them to who we really are. And when, you know, people, people tend to open up when they uh, sense that, you know, we're really being genuine and authentic, right? That's when people open up. Um well, this is a fascinating. Now, one more question I have for you here. Um, you, you mentioned team assessments. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we have a team assessment that uh, whether you want it just on the DISC assessment, like on behaviors, or we also have it for uh, the driving forces or what motivates you. But you can look at a whole team and, and we look at it over a, a wide spectrum based on, let's just talk about the DISC, based on how you behave. And uh, it'll group people with similar behaviors into different spokes. If you look at it from a wheel standpoint or different categories, depending on which way you look at it. And uh, you may have holes on the team. And, and even what we, I think maybe is the most important part of the report is if you do have holes, we talk about, these are some of the behaviors you may be missing on your team. And so like, yeah, if we had someone doing that, it would make a difference. And so Joe's having to do this, even though that's not a natural fit for him and it's taking extra time and extra energy and he misses a few things once in a while. So maybe we need to fill that hole, but plus, it really kind of gives you the strengths and weaknesses of the different groups within the team. Plus Joe might be frustrated mm -hmm. by trying to do something that just doesn't fit with their, uh, their you know, personal traits or characteristics. And maybe Joe doesn't want to say anything, right? I mean, yeah. so I don't want to threaten my job here. You know, they, right. they asked me to do it, so I got to do it. I hate doing it, by the way. You know, mm -hmm. I hate selling. I ha I know I'm good at it, but I hate it, right? So yeah. you have that happening. Um, okay, well, that's very interesting. Um, so it's a separate assessment from the other, you know, DISC or Acumen or EQ and stuff like that, right? So completely it's actually we actually we take the assessment results and we combined it into a into a group report. Um, so you don't have to take another assessment. It's just once you've done it for your whole group, you can combine it into a team session. We also just have one-on-one -on -one comparison reports. Uh, some of our people call those face-to-face -face reports because you right. can get together and say, here's how we're different. Here's how we're similar. Mm -hmm. Here's where we work together well. Here's where we don't, and those kinds of things. So it's just, uh, it's not any more assessment time. It's just computer time, but someone has to combine them. Yeah. Uh, well, this has been uh, great and very insightful, <laughs> as it should be, right? And mm -hmm. uh, I know that you're dealing with a lot of uh, uh, demand right now with people, you know, coming back to work. Uh, and uh, maybe um, uh, do, you ha do you have a certain t different type of assessment that you're adding now for people who have been working remotely who are now coming back to work? Or how are you dealing with that? Yeah, we... Uh Last August, we put together a report called our Town Insights Engagement Report, and it's based on disc and driving forces, again, as we've been talking about mostly today. And uh, it really is, it's a short and to the point kind of report where you can run your whole organization through it, and it gives you keys to engagement, keys to productivity, and really just a, a quick communication building type engaging 
report that you can use with your employees to to really kind of get back on track as we're everybody's picking up speed and, and businesses are are, are busy and, and they maybe don't have time to connect with their employees, but those employees need to be connected with. So this is just uh, the, the latest report that we have to, to really help that process for organizations. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you for being with us today. Tell us uh, what's the best way for people to get hold of you or one of your people um, to go to TTI Success Insights uh, online, I suppose. That's probably the easiest way. Yeah, TTISI.com is our, our main site. TTISI.com. Uh, and uh, I encourage everyone to check it out. And, um, you know, if you're using uh, any other type of assessments, try the TTI. I, when I when I saw the TTI, I always use this, when I saw the T, which is contained in the TTI assessments. But when I saw the TTI for the first time, which was years ago, as you know, um, the previous uh, consultant who was working with one of my clients, he passed away. And uh, when I saw it, I was, I was really, I mean, I was amazed at the, at the detail and how accurate uh, this was since I had already kind of known these people. And so I do recommend it highly for, um, for folks to check out whether you are a, an owner of a company or a leader or a coach uh, wanting to help your team get better. Again, thank you so much for being with us today, Rick. And um, have yourself a great week. And thank you for, um, you know, bringing us uh, insight into people. <laughs> we appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for having me. It was, uh, it was a good time. Good. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right, folks. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Hour podcast. And we uh, encourage you to uh, check out Apple iTunes for any new upcoming podcasts or however you get your podcasts. So thanks for being with us. Today.